Hey, hey, welcome back. In today's episode, I want to debunk a myth as it relates to original creditors. For some reason, um, everybody thinks that when an original creditor sues you, then, oh my gosh, I don't stand a chance. But I'm here to tell you, that is absolutely not the truth. Original creditors, believe it or not, they commit fraud using the court system too. What? I know, I know, right? Anyway, so um, I kind of want to make the comparison dealing with, um, I know I talk a lot about debt buyers, debt buyers, debt buyers. Debt buyers are, in my opinion, the biggest offenders because they don't have any skin in the game. Okay, and so they're just extorting money from consumers all day long and they have no problem using the court system to defraud you. But so does the original creditor. And how, well, if the original creditor sues me, then um, I don't stand a chance because it must be right. Well, no, that's not necessarily true. Okay, because remember, our whole goal is once you've been sued, you're already in the worst case situation, worst case scenario. So now you need to what? Audit your lawsuit for integrity and accuracy. A absolutely. So dealing with the original creditors, what I found one of the most common things that they do is um, they're very lazy because they, they, I think they think like everybody too, well, we're the original creditors. And so, you know, we'll just go ahead and sue and we don't have to put any effort into it and so forth and so on. So when they file the lawsuits with the court, what I've seen a, a common practice is I've seen them um, use a form. They don't even um, always use the pleading sheets, you know, the 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 files, the the papers that you file your your lawsuit information on that have the numbers that run down the side. A lot of times they just use a form and they just check off the boxes. And a lot of times on those forms they don't even cite any laws. So, um, to give an example, uh, one of my clients. Uh, she had been sued by the original creditor, original creditors, Bank of America, Wells Fargo, Navy Federal, you know, those are all original creditors. And as she explained, the information was so ambiguous. It was, they didn't cite any laws. They just checked off boxes. They put an exhibit for, um, she said, that the, it was a contract, okay? So what they cited was breach of contract. And then what she told me was that they they cited this breach of contract for July of 2022. And then they said, as noted in the exhibit, well, as she explained to me, the exhibit was August of 2022 so let me let me just explain something to you about fraud or misrepresentation um, when you intentionally and deliberately 
misrepresent facts so that you can benefit from it, including exhibits, including documents, including whatever that is, or, or twisting the law ever so slightly, when it's intentional, then it's considered fraud. So in this particular example, they said that she was in breach of contract, effective July of 2022. And then they included the exhibit of a contract that was August of 2022. Well, can somebody please explain to me how can you breach a contract that doesn't even come into existence until the month after you say the default happened? Yeah. Right there, that immediately made the lawsuit null and void. There's no breach if the contract allegedly came a month after the default, right? That's one example of um, misrepresentation. Okay, so when they put in, let's say it's a breach of contract and they say, oh, within four years, but they don't put any information. There's no default information that, well, within four years, what does that mean? You can't base your lawsuit within four years and don't have any concrete information for the defendant to even respond to. What does that mean? And you put a bad contract in there. What they did is they went, just went online and they just pulled the, the current contract. It didn't have any signatures. It didn't have a date, didn't have her signature for sure. And then they um, alleged that she was in breach. Hmm. Then on top of that, in another area, they said that the agreement was implied. Well, that's kind of a deception right there. There's a misrepresentation. Either it's implied or there's a contract. Okay. And as she explained, her contract, um, this occurrence was from 2005. So there's a um, 2005 to 2022. How many years is that? 17 years? Hmm. So is it implied? Or was there a contract? So there's a real reason why you need to make sure that you audit your lawsuits for accuracy and integrity because things will be inflated. What you owe can be inflated. Even if it's the original creditor, Navy Federal, Wells Fargo, Chase Bank, whoever it is, whoever your original creditors, be aware that just because they're the original creditor doesn't mean that it's a slam dunk case for them, especially if they're not willing to provide you with the facts. Okay, and a lot of times with these debt collection lawsuits, or most of the times that I've seen, they'll say account stated or a, a op on an open book account. Well, what they're saying is you're just, you're agreeing or you didn't dispute what they're saying in the amount that, that they're alleging. But if they're not providing any documentation or proof, you cannot accept that as the truth.
because if let's say allegedly it was a four-year period well at some point you may have questioned something and so the moment you agree oh well that sounds right then they're going to use that against you and they're going to win their case make them prove their case it doesn't matter if they're the regular debt buyer or they're the original creditor okay now I, I already have an issue with the original creditors because what they they've done is um, they'll charge off your account and then they'll take the tax benefit and then they'll sell it and so they're double dipping a lot of times when they get rid of these accounts so I still take issue with that um, so don't assume that they're just going to do something that's going to be legit or accurate you still got to do your due process your due diligence okay um, as it relates to um, the original creditor okay I'm gonna tell you a story this is a story about my house as you know it's fully legal to buy contracts okay well in my home I was a victim of that 2008-2009. I lost my home as it relates to fraud from the banks. Okay, um, One day somebody shows up at my house and they said, Hi, I'm here to offer you cash for keys. And I'm like, what's that? Oh, your house has been foreclosed on. I'm like, no, my house has not been foreclosed on. I'm not going to make the long drawn out story, but I'm just here to prove a point how they do commit fraud. So going through a bunch of foolishness, we ended up in court. And I went to the county records and I pulled all the records on my home. On my home. And what I found was um, the sister company to my lender transferred title into their name. And then they filed another document and transferred the title in back into um, my parent company's name okay so they just took me out of the picture altogether and I pulled those documents I pulled my cashier's checks I pulled all the all of these things and I'm in court dealing with the judge and um, they're saying oh she has no standing she has no standing nugget that's an affirmative defense and so the judge is looking through my paperwork right and the judge says, no, she has standing. If she loses her home, then she'll get paid cash. Well, I was a single mom. Why are you kicking me and my seven-year-old son out of a home full well knowing that the original creditor, the lender, committed fraud? You see it in writing. I provided proof. Well, let me tell you. The uh, court reporter, recorder, um, she chased me down one day and she said, girl, you're doing a really good job. You are holding your own. And then um, as I was getting into the elevator, the um, lenders, attorneys cornered me in the elevator and they told me that I was doing a really good job, but the judge was not going to let me win because he wanted me to have an attorney. Okay, but that's neither here nor there. My point in this is this. Um, the lenders will commit fraud. They will use the court system 
to defraud you. So you've got to audit your lawsuits for integrity and accuracy. Integrity and accuracy. Integrity and accuracy. Because if they can't prove their claims, then they're going to lose. Okay, it, ultimately the case will be dismissed. And um, worst case scenario, if it, let's say if it went to appeal, they're gonna evaluate the information that you, you how you responded, um, what proof you had, and they're gonna compare it with the um, claim. And they're gonna find that the, the claim was frivolous. Okay, and that will have meant that the original creditor filed um, a lawsuit without even caring about the details. Very sloppy, all right? And it's crazy, just so you know, with my home, the government, what they did is they arranged a marriage between um, the original creditor, which was Merrill Lynch in my case, and Bank of America, because Merrill Lynch was collapsing at that time. And so my home got buried in with Bank of America. Complete disaster. Anyway. But I'm good now because God is good all the time. All the time, God is good. Anyway, so I just wanted to talk to you a little bit about the original creditor. I'm probably going to um, kind of tap in a little bit more so people get comfortable. Because no matter what, if you've been sued, you still have to respond to your lawsuit. All right. This is Terry Jordan Adams of Sued by the Debt Collector, suedbythedebtcollector.com. If you have been sued by the debt collector and need help, make sure you visit us at suedbythedebtcollector.com and text us CONSULT, C-O-N-S-U-L-T, to 877-505-0618. It's a free consultation. Let's come up with a strategy so that we can prevent you from getting a default judgment. Okay. Okay. Now, Again, I always forget, um, if you found value in this episode, please like, give me a like, follow us and subscribe. We, you know, we're still building the channel. We want to make sure that we can reach out to as many people as possible. So, all right. It was great being here with you again, and we will check you out in the next episode. Bye-bye.